life, rig life, a rig life. Got a call for a drunk in somebody's trunk. Rig life, rig life, rig life, rig life. Got a call to the mall, dead guy in the stall. Rig life, rig life, rig life, a rig life. Got a call for a break and it turned out to be fake. Rig life, rig. Life. A rig life, a rig life. Got to drive really fast, and it was, it was a blast. Rig life, rig life, rig life, rig life. Showed up to the scene, and they asked us to stop singing this damn song. Rig, rig, rig life, rig life. Hey, Erica. Hey, Karen. Welcome to a rig life. A rig life. I. I really like that song. I love that song. It's so catchy. You know, when we're playing it, we're very, we bop around and. We actually lip sync our own selves. We we do. Sometimes I do Erica's part. I, sometimes I feel like Millie Vanilli. Sometimes <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, today we have a great show for you. We do. So before we get started, why don't we talk about something that's really important right now. About, uh. Let's send our our love and support to the people in Australia, our fellow fellow friends and uh, overseas. Yeah, you guys have gone through quite a bit of horrible, I can't even, tragedy. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I find that sometimes as we hear things in the news and like we had uh, Fort McMurray. Fort McMurray. <laughs> Fork, uh, Fort McMurray. Uh, here's my talking again. As we had in Fort McMurray, uh, we had some pretty terrible fires out there. Um, my one adoptive son, uh, RCMP out there, and he had some like terrible, terrible experiences and, and stories himself. And, you know, a year passes and everybody forgets. Um, yeah, not, they Sorry, do. not everybody. No. Most people forget because life goes on and there's different new headlines. Yeah. And I, if anybody forgets, it's the... It's the uh, journalists, the reporters, and and they're still recovering to this day. So let's not forget about um, our our fellow humans in Australia that are going through hell. Absolute hell. It's some of the things that we see on the news. And I mean, I'm sure it doesn't do it any justice. No, no. So I... I and just, I, I want to give not only the people, I want to give a shout out to it. Those animals that lost their lives, you know, what was oh, it? 500... Yeah million or 500 billion was it or something crazy it's, like yeah and, and and to everybody out there that's um in australia that's doing everything they can to help save the animals too oh incredible absolutely incredible people so not just forgetting about their fellow humans but also um making a point to go out and try to help and save the animals yeah i think you guys are incredible people and all your 911 workers that are out there your firefighters oh uh, god yeah. volunteers yeah. Uh, to our canadian uh, firefighters that are out there helping which is absolutely incredible. So, like I said, sending all our, our love to you guys and support from afar. And I also just want to say, too, if you feel that you want to um, post something on the Facebook page. Absolutely. Where we can offer some support. Like, I don't want to be flooded with a, a a ton of different things. But I'm thinking that if there is a legit um, cause. Uh, link to a yeah. cause that can help. I mean, we all um, have different... Uh, things close to our heart. Some people like to to do it through like a Red Cross agency. Yep. Some people do private do donations. But if um, anything anybody else can do out there to help, even if it is you know a, a prayer or sending good vibes, please do. And if there's something you want to post on our Facebook page, please do that as well. We will have the 
um, information in our show notes. So yeah, guys, we love you. Yep. And so moving forward, I think I just blew your ears out a bit with that. No, you didn't actually. You just, when I said so. No, I can't hear myself as well as you think I can. Okay. Because I, I think I, it's like I said so, and Erica sort of <clears throat> blew back from the room a little bit. It's the ball again. It's this eyeball that I'm talking into. If Hello? I turn my head a little bit, I could see you. It's one eye. It's I have to close one eye to Eric, see Karen. Erica's looking at me with her one eye. Good thing it's not, a, it's not a wink and brown eye. Thank God it's not a wink and brown eye. <laughs> a starfish. It's a good thing that you have the, a green and I've got a blue, so we know that there's know. no discrepancy. There's no discrepancy. To the toothless wonder down the below. Toothless- <laughs> Some of the shit that Karen comes up with, I can't. <laughs> That's from my dad. He'd let one rip and he'd go, speak of Toothless Wonder. That was my one God, of that's his. that's amazing. <laughs> so, I might use that. That's our Toothless Wonder. Oh my God, I got to tell you something. Yes. So, this is totally random. I, I met this guy in a doctor's office yesterday. I had a doctor's appointment and I, we started talking to this guy and he said, you know, uh, we were talking about judging people and he said, you know, the, the worst thing you can do is point at somebody. And we were like, oh, yeah. And he was like, and this was coming from an older gentleman. And then this other young gentleman that was in the conversation with us, there was four of us chit-chatting away Mm -hmm. in the waiting room. And he was a very well-dressed guy. And he said, you should never judge anybody. Because for you pointing one finger, you have three fingers pointing back at you. That's right. And he he lives by that every day. And he was young. He was in his... You know, he's probably in his mid-20s. He's a real estate agent. Mm -hmm. You know, he... And it was so refreshing to see. Like, it was so refreshing to hear something like that come out of his mouth. And he's like, that was my grandfather's motto. Then it was my dad's motto, and I've made it mine. And that's where you can show, like, generations of of kindness. You know, it can carry forward as much as there can be so much heartache that can come through generations. So many good morals carry through, too. Absolutely. And that's where I love to think that there's more good than bad in this world. I agree. Well, I mean, just uh, recently on Sunday, we had a wicked snowstorm here. And uh, I mean, not like Newfoundland, but no, God, no, not like Newfoundland. But we got about what? 25 centimeters. Yeah. For for a city, it kind of it bungs it up quite a bit. Not God, not the same. But, you know, people drive stupid and it gets really ridiculous. And thank God it was on a weekend because it would have been way worse if it had. It would have been brutal. Yeah. So there was a lady I was at uh, uh, Mary's clinic and a lady got stuck pulling in (sighs) and my son went out and uh, we he has a crack rib. I have a like destroyed shoulder, but we're like, no, we're fellow Canadians. We gotta, we can't just watch here through the window going, <laughs> sucker. How's that windshield scraper working for you? <laughs> I would have loved it. I kind of. And would've... after you get yourself out, come into the clinic and get a massage. Like you should have left her. I mean, come on. Oh Karen. my god, I could have got Mary a lot of work. Think about business. They'd be like those assholes in that clinic. What is wrong with them? I'd be like, sorry, we didn't see you through the security camera that's yeah. pointing right at your car. <laughs> <laughs> so we went out and helped. When we were done, she was just so thankful. Um, like, I've never, I mean, we, I've all helped people before, but I've never had someone, like, dart over and give such a huge squeeze hug before. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then she brought a couple little gifts for my son and I. Were you like, oh, my shoulder. Yeah. And your son was like, oh, my, my rib. My rib. B- back off, bitch. <laughs> we did it because the camera's on us. No. Yeah, hello. No, but I mean, it's not even so much of a story about my son and I like helping this lady because I've certainly had my fair share of help over the oh, years. Oh, of course, yeah. But still, to see that that gratitude, I mean, I would give the same gratitude um, um, paying it forward. 
And as I could see that she would do the same. And it's just to nice see that there's still a sense of community and people uh, being there and, and uh, helping each other. So that's amazing. Just trying to, to trying to think of the world of, on a more positive thing as, as we get into some interesting drunk people stories. Oh God, do we have good ones? I just, I need to say something. Do you hear that noise? Did you hear it? Well, I heard you fart. No, it wasn't me. Was it Gracie? Well, she's not even down here. Yeah, it was she, like a, she packs a punch. Mm, no. Was uh, it the mosquitoes in your We're head? probably haunted, yeah. <laughs> so let's get back no, okay, to it. Okay, you know what? Get it out of your system. Say it. Spoopy? No. We're not. We're not high. Yes. We're not high. See, it drives me so crazy that I'm anticipating it now. Like, I feel anxious until you say it. Look, well, at, look so at my I'm hands. I'm just going to say it from the beginning. She's mm. white knuckled, squeezing her hands together. Yeah. Like in like, yeah. All right. So <laughs> speaking of white knuckled. I got a good story for you. All right, let's do it. So, so <clears throat> we picked this girl up from a bar. We get a call. They, they, she's drank too much, alcohol poisoning, whatever. And uh, I know I'm making it sound so, so horrible, but it, like, but this is just, you know, you, you get so many of these calls, you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake. You know, yeah, like, like if we ever sound like we're like, uh, again, it's just repetitive. Like, that's uh, all it is. We give a shit equally as much, but it's just like, ugh. yeah, like, come on again. Like, learn your fucking limits. Yeah. And, and live within it. And play within it. Now play within it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's the OLG logo. Don't You're hit, welcome. Don't hit the player, hit, hit the game. Don't. Yeah, exactly. Don't uh, hit the player. It made no sense, but I wanted to But it, it was amazing. Yeah. Okay. So we get there. She's, you know, in and out of consciousness type deal. We put her on the stretcher, run a line, whatever. She kind of comes to and she's, uh, we're like, you know, asking her friends. They, they say she's drunk and whatever. And you know she's not just drunk. She's She's on something. We didn't know what. But anyways, she ended up kind of coming to a little bit and got angry that she was in the back of an ambulance going to the hospital. Totally pissed right off. Because she wanted to stay drunk or she, she just I, didn't want to be she there? She just or? didn't want to be there. Like, she would rather be back at the bar. And so I she, said, oh, she wanted to still be at the bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Unconscious. You know, yeah. Unconscious. So I said, oh, no problem. We'll just loop around and drop you back off. <laughs> and she said, can you do that? No. But it was more like, I don't want to make fun of that. No, no, sorry, you're going to the hospital. So anyways, we ended up, she was this tiny, I'm going to say she was maybe like 100 pounds soaking wet. Uh Tiny little girl. Like I could have held her down with a pinky. (laughs) And plus she was hammered. So it was, you know. But we had to have police meet us there because she was trying to bite everybody. Oh my God. Not fight, bite. Yeah. Like who are you biting? And you want to... You know, That's not the thing. as uncommon as people might think. I, I think everybody who's worked doing this has been um, bit at. <laughs> and I gotta say, I gotta say, when the police get there, you know that there'll be no more biting. Bye. Oh, no more biting. It's and that's the best part is you you get to leave them there. No offense, sorry, Karen, but you yeah. get to leave them there and you leave you guys the biters are kind of, behind. Yeah, but they were they're like, like zombies, aren't they? Because they just go. <clears throat> they really <clears throat> are, and you don't <clears throat> know where they're coming from. And they're just and, like coming slowly at you, yeah. kind of tippy, and then, yeah. But they'll catch up with you. They will, and you go to reach an arm across to grab something, and they're she's going slow, but you know it's kind of funny because you talk about it after, and you're like, what an idiot. You know, I am going to judge you. I mean, mind yeah. you, if this was a heart attack, we wouldn't be talking about this. But well, it, this is... Yeah, head injury, heart attack, we uh, would be high serious. fever, yeah, whatever. Say, no, she did this to herself. Mental illness, yeah. Yeah, so it was... Uh, it's just kind of like, come on. So the police get there and they're like, you know, the, the same thing. Oh, here's another one. Yep. Well, I mean, 
Okay. Like, I, what do you do? What do you do? We we drop them off. What, what's your so, play okay. on this? So then give I will give say, me a story. I'll say like this is one that you brought to us. Same idea. So we had uh, a guy who, well, it's it's not really the same. It was, it, yeah, he was brought in by ambulance. What he had done, he was drinking and driving. And Those bastards. He left a bar, I guess, around three, which sounds like. And why he was still there, I have no idea. And how can somebody stay up that late? Oh, I know. Oh, God, now? Can uh, yeah. you imagine? I'm still trying to fall asleep at that time. I'd be recovering for days. Yeah. I couldn't, I don't oh, even no, know. God. I couldn't fathom. I don't miss hangovers, man. No. So this guy had, I don't know how many DUIs already. <sighs> he had lost his license. He pulled out, hammered in this car. He was driving like a fucking psycho really fast. Of course. And... The police, they did a chase uh, to get him, and he ran into one of the police cars, and he got out, and then he ran. Anyway, they caught him. Of course. And um, he was brought into us. So we have to do full precautions, right? Oh, of course. So yeah. he's on a backboard, you know, he's strapped all down, Which, neck brace. What you want to do is shake the shit right out of him and be like, how could you be so stupid? But oh, anyways. no, no, seriously. But we got to pretend like, what if he has a head injury? Yeah. What Which if, you know he doesn't. You know he doesn't. He, yeah. Or, you know, uh, there's that tiny chance and you can't take that risk. So we've got him on the backboard. He gets, you know, we do the whole log rule, check him out all over. Doctor does tests. So he gets off the, oh, sorry, we sent him to CT. Yeah. He gets off the backboard. He's in the bed. Now we're, I'm about to start an IV on him. Uh, we need to draw bloods and do all that kind of stuff. Um, Run a line that's going to sober him up. Yeah. Which hopefully, I'm sure. Put a catheter in oh, to, so we can measure his intake and output yeah. and uh, throw a diaper on top just in case. Just for good measure. So now he's lying there in a diaper. I don't, oh, you cruel bitch. No. No. Nope. This is what, if, if you're really that bad, Mm -hmm. and you may crash at any time and so yeah so I, I go to start the iv and he spits spits at me so i have a cop in the room with me oh sorry one arm is is um is uh a cough to the bed because now you know, he's like he's un he's still like he's under yeah like he's basically he's under arrest yeah but we have to do this whole thing so he's one arm is cuffed to the bed the cop's in the room with me and uh I'm trying to start, I'm going to, to do the blood start, the IV, and he spits at me. Oh, my God. So the cop's like, you son of a bitch. Well, you know, he didn't say that, but it was, you know, the same. He puts a, a spit mask on him. Those are the, have you ever, if you've never seen what a spit mask looks like, you need to look it up. It's like the scariest thing. Yeah. Ever, you know Slipknot, the guy who wears that like thing on his head? Okay, it's not as bad as that, it's but it's pretty, close. Pretty it's cl pretty close. I'm telling you, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, they're... Well, okay, it's not as it's bad. It's not as bad. It's very creepy. I'm going to look it up right now because... Um, we'll post a picture of a, yeah. of a spit mask. Anyway, it covers your whole head. It's like... And it's like a little elastic around your neck. Now, it's not a tight elastic. It's, it's loose, but it kind of holds it so that they can't bend their chin down. And try to spit like below. Yeah, like the newer ones now are a lot like nicer they're looking than. Stuff. Yeah, they're. It looks like you know those vegetable bags that they're selling now that you can go reuse <laughs> or your a vegetable bags. Yeah, a mosquito netting. That's kinda. exactly what it is. So guess what? When you spit, you're spitting on yourself. Exactly. But the ones that like, at this time, this guy it was like the a bright pink, orangey color. Yes. And it was like scary. get on him. So he gets a spit mask on him, and then um, so then that's on. And then I go to try to start again, and he tries to bite me through 
the spit mask, which he could have. Oh, he could have absolutely clamped been down yep. easily on yep. that. So the cop had enough about this. Because <laughs> I and you know what? I got to give credit to the police officers because they put up with a lot of shit. They see it on every single side. Well, exactly. And the thing is, is that nurses and doctors are tight. And yeah. I mean, para, I think paramedics yeah. and doctors, would you say, are, are tight yeah, too? Yeah, but nurses like, more so. Nurses and doctors, uh, nurses, sorry, and cops are, are tight because, well, we just are. And we, we're very much protected by them. Yeah. And so if this kind of thing happens, especially if you know the guy was drinking and driving, especially oh, when you know yeah. his history and his disrespect. And the whole time he's like, you fucking C word. You, the, you know. Say the worst thing you can possibly think oh, of. Oh, they throw it. And then um, uh, one of the nurses came in, when he, the charge nurse, and said, what if that was one of us going out? Because we go out at 3 o'clock in the morning and get coffee and stuff like that. He's like, I wish I would have fucking killed you. I wish I would have ran you over. And it's like, you're just like, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. And um, so that kind of thing. So anyway, the, the, the police no holds. And let's just put it this way. He put him in a bit of a hold. And um, and he had every right to. And like, I'm thinking, okay, if this guy's got a head injury, this is probably not great. Uh, he didn't have a head injury. He was a drunk. He sobered up. He was sent uh, to the cells and um, and that kind of thing. But this is the kind of shit we deal with. This oh, guy God. is a, a sociopath piece of shit that drinks and drives. Uh, you know, he had domestic violence charges on him. The whole the whole bit. Um, you know. And this is every day. This isn't just like reserved for Friday, Saturdays, and sometimes Sundays. This is every yeah. day. No, no, this this is every day. So that's that's one of my uh, stories of, and he's just one of a few spitters and biters that uh, I've I've dealt with. Yeah, and sometimes you have like people, you know, um, you get there and they're so calm, cool, and collected when you get there, and you're like, huh, you know, this is weird. They're not acting. You know, they they don't seem to be drunk. They seem to be fine. And then all of a sudden, you know. Let's say the police show up and all of a sudden they turn into like the Hulk. The Hulk. They think that they're, you know, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then they're like, don't fucking touch me. Yeah. And, blah, blah, blah. and we're yeah. like, where did you just come from? What what happened? Or when you get nice people and you're thinking, all right, when's it going to happen? Because you expect it. And they're nice. And you're like, what a great call. What's happening right now? <laughs> well, how do we get so lucky this is tonight? the best day of my life. Yeah. It's, uh, it's unfortunately, it, it happens more often than you think. We got, um, like, you know what? I, I want to talk about this because I think this is important. Uh, like, I live in Durham region, so I live in Oshawa, but Durham region is the, you know, it encompasses a, a bunch of places. And you know what I haven't seen? I haven't seen the ride program. Really? In a long time. Maybe, Maybe it's because you go to bed at six at night. I mean, it could be. And it's not really <laughs> six. It's like eight or nine. But, you know, she's probably right. But I mean, I haven't. And people have mentioned it. Like, you know, why do you think that is? I don't know. I don't know if it's resources. I don't know if it's, but I do have to say, you know, we just had, um, close to where I live. Um, there was a murder, um, just down from us. It was, uh, horrible. It happened, you know, right on his mom's doorstep and just, just you live in Poshua too. And yeah, I live in Poshua. So this is like, what the hell? Right. So, um, this happened and I got to tell you, this place had never been so safe. There was probably all of Durham Regional Police were, were on these streets. There's, yeah. you know, and I left early in the morning to go to work. And, uh, you know, I, I had to be like, I had to talk to police officers before I could even get through the street. And then I was, you know, had to be escorted down to get onto the main street. And it was crazy. And I, I 
you know, you wonder, you know, automatically people were saying outside, you know, before we even found out that this was a murder. Yeah. Okay. People are like, somebody must be drunk, getting in a fight. Yeah. Domestic. <laughs> and half a Durham region. And half a Durham region. They're the there. most dangerous. Well, not the most, but considered up there with some of the most dangerous calls and some consider it. Oh, yeah. Because you don't, you don't know. know. There could be a drug. Yeah. There, there could be weapons, uh, a drunk, whoever, just pure anger coming out. Yep. And it's, they're like, you know, fuck the world and we'll take everybody down. Yeah. And it's, it's the scariest thing. It's, yeah. Yeah, there's uh, in the drugs, you know. Well, okay, I'm going to tell uh, another story if that's okay. Of it's course. Kind of a funny one. I love it. Um, so I might have told this on a suture room. And by the way, when I'm not talking to Karen, I move away from the microphone so I can actually see her with both eyes. Yeah. Because staring with one eye at this ball and staring at her with the other eye is making me dizzy. Go. Okay. Oh, there's your face. There it is. Can <laughs> you go behind the ball again, please? Damn you. <laughs> She's an asshole, guys. No, I'm saving you from having to look at oh, me. Oh, well, you look great today. What's the problem? Oh, yeah, that's nice of you to say. She's under the weather. Yeah. <laughs> As you can hear in my voice. You um, can totally hear it in her voice. Um, okay. So we had a drunk guy come in. He was very, very, very hammered, very belligerent. So we had to put him in restraints in the acute care. To watch him, but you know, we and you still have in those restraints, just maybe explain you still have a little bit of room, like oh, you, yeah, either, yeah. you're not like smacked right, your hands aren't like smacked right against the hospital bed, you no. have room. Well, we do it because they'll he'll like he was swinging at people, yeah. If he gets out of bed, he's gonna fall down and smack his head, yep. Um, belligerent safety, yeah, yeah. I'll hold, i hold but you see, we put them where we can see them. Like yeah. you're right in front of the nurse's yep. station, right? Yep. And if you're not, we have cameras on you and we have to do like Q15 minute checks. Like we have to constantly be in there. So it's not like you're in a corner on restraints. Um, so he was in five point restraints. So wrist, wrist, ankles and waist. And he started to sober up, which was good. And of course, you know, we had a, the IV line and we don't want him to rip that yeah. out. We have him on cardiac monitors and stuff just to make sure his sats and heart is okay. And if nobody knows about the, like, as soon as you run a line, especially like saline, it's, that's what's really kind of sobering you up. It's like adding. Well, it's rehydrating you. How yeah. would you, how would you describe it? It would be adding water to. Well, basically you're, you're hammered, right? And your blood alcohol level is going to be whatever. And when you look at blood alcohol level, that is the percentage of blood. Sorry, that's percentage of alcohol in your blood. Yes. So if you're, um, point. One eight. That means um, now. If I'm wrong, someone tell me. But I believe that that means that 18 percent of your blood volume is alcohol. Yeah. Um, and you get severely dehydrated. So we're actually doing you a favor when we you're run welcome because we're not necessarily sobering up within that time. We're rehydrating you, so you're not going to have that pounder of a headache so much and feel so like you have the flu the next day. You'll, yeah, you'll, you'll get a running start at it. So you're welcome. Anyway, so <laughs> this guy sobering up, we take him out of his restraints. His vitals are stable. We take his um, um, we don't need to monitor him, you know, because he's he's okay. Or he seems like he's sobering. Something's up. gonna happen. No, something does happen. So of course, being a busy night, so he's fast asleep. Yeah. So we move him out of this room and we kind of put him in front of the nurse's station so we can see still watch him right as he's sobering up and once he's awake and can walk around and and all that he can go home yeah so we have the side rails up we have him there and it's like it gets like it was already busy but this is now this is why we had to move him because we needed that room to put someone in of course so we're like uh, buzzing around doing whatever 
And I come back to the station to, you know, start inputting stuff in the computer, whatever. And I see him run through the station or he's, he was in the station. I see him run out of the station. This is open. So like, yeah, it's not it's like, a, it's not open. in a room. There's no walls. It's just open. It's in the center of this area. I see him from the center, run out, do a one arm leap back into the bed that has a stretcher arms up. He had pissed in the entire nurse's station. What a classy son of a bitch. He did a pirouette piss in the nurse's station. He pulled out his pinky and did a 360 on the floor, all over the notes, the computers. Oh, pissed. Just everywhere. Were the, the police were still there? Or were no. the police there? No. no. Okay. Yeah. And so we're just standing there looking. Like, what do we do with these notes? They were yeah, written in ink. Now they're dripping. What do we do with our chairs, the floor, the the blood work, the medicine, whatever? Everything's covered in piss. Yeah, I would have killed him. So, and the people that help clean the rooms, um, uh, they can't touch anything that has um, bodily, like from a bodily fluid. So, here we are, busy as a fuck. Uh, you know, cleaning. Yeah, the nurses station, of course. And there's loud piss notes and like what it was, it was a nightmare. And did you guys, do you think that we wanted to like maybe actually give him a concussion? Oh, 110%. Yeah, we did. So, but then he goes back and he's pretending he's asleep and he goes all floppy on us and like unconscious. And so, you know what? Like we, what, what are we going to do? Like, what can we do? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could call the police and have them charged, I guess. But, what but are you it's just like, how do we mischief? know? But we don't know his history either. <clears throat> right. We don't know if he has a history of mental illness. We don't know what's going on. But doesn't it get to the point? So so here's here's the biggest thing. I, and a lot of you guys. Trust me, we were fucking unhappy. At one point, we just looked at each other and started laughing. Yeah, because what do you we're do? We're just like, did this, did this really happen? And, you know, <clears throat> it's funny. You say to people, um, can you, can, you know, people will say, oh, I have to go to the bathroom, you know, just on a, on a call. Okay. Uh, if you think that they're stable enough, they're, you know, they're getting called for a broken arm, have at her. Uh, somebody will go with you to the bathroom. <laughs> Wheelchair. We'll, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Somebody will help you. But <clears throat> if you can't get off, you know, a stretcher or, you know, whatever, and you can't get up um, and you got to go to the bathroom. You know, just remember that, you know, a nurse or a paramedic or a doctor or whoever, a PSW, yeah, give them five minutes to go get you a urinal or yeah. to go get you something. But no, a lot of these people are just like, fuck you then. Piss the bed. Or get up. Piss the stretcher. Or get up and piss on a... On a nurse's station. Yeah, it's just, it drives me mental. You can't hold your pee? You got a problem. Yeah. Now, okay, I gotta, I gotta tell one more. Okay, give it to me. So this is a lady that uh, is a, we call a frequent flyer. We and, had a lot of those. Yeah, she was a uh, okay. So I'm gonna say this at the very beginning: mental health issues, yes, but knows what she's doing, yes, yes. Okay, uh, heavy drinker, yes. And by any means, we're not judging these people. No, no, I'm just it's trying to say. To- I'm putting it out up front that get that she has mental illness. Yeah, I like it's de- like depression but she knows what she's doing yeah and so it's not like she um she wasn't psychotic or anything like she wasn't um you know delusional or hallucinating no. nothing like that yeah and alcoholic um 
And so she was in the in the ER a lot. I think you told me the story. Yeah. So she was in the <clears> ER <throat> a lot, and uh, usually, because uh, she 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 probably borderline personality. Of course, I'm not a psychiatrist, but just needed attention, like yeah. constant attention. Yeah. Was always trying to get admitted to the hospital um, on psych and and stuff like that, and and just was so like was very demanding. Like was on the uh, the call bell constantly, and it would be like. Uh, my shoulder the pillow's not right and you're like oh. yeah you're like are, okay let me help you but in, like i'm thinking like you have more important you know cases to see and so anyway so this one time she decided to overdose i sound so cold but she did no, on I, on like um a tylenol and it was like because Tylenol overdose is bad. I mean, yeah. you can like be fucked with your liver for the rest of your life. Um, let's just say she didn't take enough to kill herself. Yeah, she often didn't take enough to kill herself. Of course, Again, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, this is tough to talk about because there's just moral ethical. Like, so then she needs help, and who's helping her? And she's getting constant admission. Anyway, this night I have a reason to be unhappy. With yeah, this go woman. give it to us because she decided before killing herself that she was going to take a whole bottle of lactulose. Because she didn't oh want to die God. constipated. <laughs> that mess. I, no one knows what lactulose is. It's thick like syrup. It's oily. Kind so, of. so it, it really helps the shit slide. Is that, I'm going to say like it, it, when it comes barreling out, it's coming out five times as fast. Honestly, picture a basketball on a water slide slicked with oil. There you go. That's exactly what's yeah, coming out of it. It's just like, honestly, like f- clear sailing. And then that boss Ugh. basketball starts to melt. And and you put, even if you put her in a diaper, which you, you'd have to do, you couldn't contain it. No, no, it just doesn't stop. So no. she drank a whole bottle. Like I'm talking, what's this? It's like a 750 mil. I don't know if they come in that exact size, but giving you an idea of lactulose. And usually you take a capful, which is like 30 mils. Which is definitely helping you shit. And it's definitely helping. So she drank the whole bottle because she didn't want to be constipated. Um you know before she died and um she was mine of course and uh she was never really out of it but all of a sudden this lactulose started to work and she's dopey and she'd go i have to shit as it's coming out yeah no but she's saying it that way yeah and i'm like okay i put her on the bedpan God, horrible. And the smell. I have no idea what this woman's been eating. <laughs> I swear. Rotten fish. Um, Garbage. Just, I don't know when she ate the corn. <laughs> and it but was, it came out as a cob. And it, it was popping as it was coming out. Yeah. <laughs> so, hours later, she's still, oh, like sloth woman. I have to shit. But here's the thing, too. You're shitting so much now. You're also dehydrating yourself. She's like on when, an IV. Yeah. But, but in the meantime, she's like, she could talk normally. So she's like, I'm going to call like every five minutes. She's like, I got to go again. I'm like, well, yeah, you took lactulose. Well, can you get into the bed? Can you sit on a commode at the bedside? She could have. No, I'm too weak. I know she could have. Like there was no doubt because she was whipping around and sitting on the side of the bed. And and of course. Getting back in. Um, Here's a bedpan. I don't want a bedpan. I want to go to the bathroom. 
okay, let me take you to the bathroom. No, I'm too weak. And sitting this up. It was like, it was like, there was you nothing. You couldn't win. No, What's you the, couldn't win. There's a term. I can't remember what the term is for people who, um, like they, they thrive actually on going to hospitals. It's, uh, yeah. do you know what the term is? Uh, it's, it's not Munchausen's. No. Cause that's when you like make yourself intentionally. Yeah. There is a term, but I just, I can't we'll remember. have to look that up. Yeah. Or if, if anybody you, knows it, yeah, post let us it know. for us. So this just didn't stop near the end of my shift. She was threatening to like sue me she was going to call her lawyer she was going to tell my manager how cruel and abusive i was and i'm telling you like it was the worst and of course my coworkers thought this was the funniest thing ever of course at yeah. one point they were sitting in the nurse's station going uh karen uh someone's someone's calling you i'm like you son of a bitch can't you help me and they did help me you know a bit but they they see my face i'd be like writing or doing whatever and she's like and then she knew my name by then. Karen, I have to shit. And then she'd be like, can I have water, please? Yeah, right? it was just. Uh, um, I, I want to go out for a smoke. But I have to shit. But yeah, hey, and have at her. Go so, for a smoke. Anyway, that's that's my funny, not funny story. And everybody else thought it was hysterical. I think it's, you know, I mean. like you, If it wasn't <clears> me. Yes. You have a lot funny. of cleanups to do. And that's the thing, you know, like uh, when you get these calls. I mean, you can give somebody, um, you know, we have these bags. You guys have them in the hospital. What? Um, like the puke bags. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, they they kind of, to explain how it looks, um, it's kind of got like a... Like a duck mouth almost. Yeah. It opens at the top. Yeah, it opens at the top. It covers Ours your are, face. Yeah. And it, like they used to be made of plastic. Now they think they're cardboard. Like thicker cardboard. It's not yeah. like going to evaporate when you peek yeah. into it. Um, <laughs> why can't I... Uh, it's called a K basin. No, no, we use K basins. Something bag, puke bag, emesis bag, emesis bag. Yeah, thank yeah. You. Holy shit. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so we had this. Uh, I'm going to tell you a quick story. All right, here, here. we go. I want to take a minute here just to talk about BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a service that I am proud to endorse. I have PTSD, and for many years and early on, I didn't know where to turn. Back in the day, there wasn't a service like this, and I'm pretty sure that it's one I would have used. You can talk to a licensed professional counselor in the safety of your own home, privately, confidentially, and secured online. You can talk to your counselor on a face-to-face -face video session, on the phone, text, or chat. They have specialized counselors in depression, anxiety, relationships, grief, self-esteem, family conflict, LGBT matters, and many others. Everything is confidential. There are 3,000 licensed therapists in the U.S. and available worldwide. And financial aid is available for those who qualify. STAT listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code STAT. So just go to betterhelp.com slash STAT. Let's get back to the show. Wouldn't stop. So we're, we're passing them to him and, and we're putting the bags down on the side that are full, Right. And okay. it, so he's puking so often that we're just literally like taking it away from him, putting it down, taking it away from putting it down, taking it away from putting it down. Yeah. So he puked probably about, it was like a 25 minute ride to the hospital. And, um, you know, he's, he's throwing up, he's throwing up. So he was really sick. He was, he was, he was definitely, uh, going to have a great hangover the next day. Oh, he was and, drunk. Oh, he was drunk. Oh, okay, oh okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I should have said that in the yeah. beginning. So, you know, you start doing something and you're typing away on the fucking computer and he seems so settled now and everything like that. Yeah. You don't realize that, you know, his arm is dangling down, grabbing those bags. 
he fucking threw like four of those bags by the time we were able to. He threw them at you? Threw them. And oh, listen, no. they didn't. Uh, okay, here's the good part. The good part is the bags didn't break, but they weren't closed. They had the opening. So everything came, like most of it came out of that opening. So the whole, and for me, the smell of vomit, I'm okay with it to a point, depending on what it smells like. But if it's like, there's so much alcohol in this puke. Oh. The smell. And even after, like we did, we went back to base and did a clean. Yeah. <laughs> we did a, a solid deep clean on this truck. Oh, like, yeah. No, but like I'm talking every nook and cranny. Like you, you always have it to do had a to deep get clean. everywhere. You couldn't get the smell out for hours. It just stank. What a... What a dirt! Like it's like it penetrated the plastic. Yeah, but this like guy's it penetrated a the metal. Like oh, he's a fucking dirtbag. Okay, now I've been drunk before. Yeah, many times. I mean, who hasn't? No, I mean, I went through a period, and even as a like a teenager, I've had too much, but I've never got the point where I've ever hurt anybody. No, or through puke, shit, bodily fluids, you name no. it. No, don't throw bodily fluids, man. There's got to like, be something wrong innately with you. That you would do such a thing. How do you default to, I'm a great guy, but when I'm drunk, I throw vomit at people. Well, and that's it. Like, what did you, I mean, it was, he was throwing them like he was throwing bombs. Like, he just (laughs) fucking. Molotov, Molotov cocktails. Molotov cocktails, exactly. Like, it was, he was brutal. And then, you know, he, afterwards, he's like, I'm so sorry. Like, ask, like, so, like. I'm so sorry. I, I I don't know what came over me. I can't believe it was, but it was more like I'm so sorry. You know, you know what? It's just. Did like, you believe him? No, we were so angry at that point. We had to change, and you know, it was just you, you're pissed off now. And that's probably one wa- of the worst things I've heard. <clears throat> like that's like a non because that's an assault. That's like it is assault. Yeah, absolutely, it's assault. Can you imagine if you're like walking down the street and someone says, hey, asshole, vomits in your face and walks away? That would be considered assault. It is, it is assault. Like and that's they the stick thing. their it's... fingers down their throat and go, Bleh. throw up a, a, a gyro or a, like a kebab or mm, spaghetti and meatballs or. You know, it's weird. You're saying this and it's making me hungry. I'm like, mm, I could go for a gyro right yeah, now. Yeah, because you're thinking about it before it's digested. Yeah, but even like. Don't you find as, as you know, as a, <laughs> as going. an ex-nurse and me as a ex-paramedic, I find I could eat if, if, if something happened and there was, you know, somebody laying in the middle of the road and th- let's, okay, they're already dead. I know this is going to sound creepy. I could still eat. But that, I, is that I weird? Get, no, I mean, I've sat and had many conversations about the most disgusting things and I'm just eating away. Yeah. You, you talk about, that's the thing is like when you're not, you're on a break and you know, you meet up with a, about like yeah. a couple of other crews and you're sitting there and you're, you know, you go somewhere and you're like, oh, I just got this call and it, this was a gross. And as, as we're just eating, there's no thought, no Mm-mm. nothing. You're just, but that's how our brains can like just completely com- compartmentalize every, I can never say that word. Compartment. I don't even know what Compartmentalize. Yeah. Cause we can just go, all right. This you is know, it. This is it. Except for if you talk about Drake stuff. Oh God. So let's just let's just walk away from that right now gurgle, quietly. Gurgle, gurgle. Let's close the door quietly behind us and go. No, stop. Oh, sorry. I told you about the guy. Suction. I told you about. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, I don't want to hear about it again. Okay, you're gonna hear about it. I had this guy who was like a really dirty, gross guy that had a trach, and he would still smoke. 
through the trach and different things. And he'd come in with these like gross, slime, green, horrible smelling infections coming out of there. And I went in and I was like, uh, I need to clean your trach. And he's like, no, I can do it. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. And he pulls it out, sucks the stuff, spit it, spits it out, and then goes there, all clean. Wasn't it amazing how I was able to tell that without... And I just, I, t- I can't even hear right now. She's Me's- plugging her ears. Because I moved my headphones so I could plug my ears. Because just the fact that he sucks it out himself. Yeah. You dirty fucking pig. Yeah. And like... Like I'm angry. He was gross before and gross like before the trach, gross after the trach. Like this is not a person that's just not a... an a, Who raised these people? I don't know. Oh. Wolves? Yeah. Even wolves, wolves wouldn't suck their own pus out no, of their they necks. No, <laughs> they would not. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't, you couldn't pay me enough. That is disgusting. Daddy Wolf, I have a really bad cold. Can you help me? Can you suck it out sure, of my nose? No. No way, son. I'm doing that. Not by the hair of my chin, chin, chin. Oh, no, that's <laughs> something else. No, that's uh, Red Riding Hood, no? No, that's the three pigs. Whatever. No, what we is it? We were close enough. Not by the hair of my chin, chin, chin. Gonna hook, gonna pluck. That's gonna three pigs. Gonna your house in. Oh, but the pigs go, Not by the hair of my... <laughs> Chin chin chin. Yeah, that's and the wolf three. goes. And then he went to a fucking. Then I'm gonna move to from a straw house to a a clay house. A clay house. And then I'm gonna go clay to brick. Then I'm gonna go clay to brick, and everything's fine. And the wolf wolf won't get me. And then I'll invite him over for dinner. And with now his new you can like Sheila. take this piece of the show and play it for your children. You're welcome. Or Just before they go to bed, you can mark it, play it. And walk away for the 45 seconds and then come back and they'll be like sleeping. Yeah, sound or like screaming. Or screaming scared, never going to be able to sleep again. <laughs> I'm going to go with that aspect of it. Okay, well, I think we'll end today's show on uh, some of our better drunk, uh, intoxicated uh, people stories. So I guess what we're saying is uh, maybe don't drink that much. And definitely, definitely, definitely do not drink and drive. And if you are in the hospital because you had too much, just maybe try to be nice to us. Yeah. We know in what? the back of an ambulance. Try to be nice to the people Don't that throw, are helping you. Um, like um, Vomitov cocktails. That would be nice. And, I mean. And you know what? We have seen it all. Yeah. So I don't care that you're naked. I don't care that you're puking. I don't care if you shit yourself. You got into the situation. Fine. Let's handle it. And then we'll we'll get you home safe and sound. Yeah. But just try not to abuse us. Exactly. And that is, please, because there's so much. You have no idea, like nurses. Do and- we not, do you not just want to get them better regardless of the cause at this point? Yes. 110%. Because it's almost like, okay, well, you did this, but wait a minute. We just have to, our job is to stabilize you and show compassion. Yeah. Or and that's why you get them to the hospital and, you know, we can wipe our hands, but you can't. No, we have them for hours and hours and I'm hours. I'm so sorry. So let's try. Try to be kind to nurses, paramedics, and police, uh, police. firefighters, everybody yeah. under the sun. Even doctors. And PSWs. PSWs. Oh, yes. Get the shit end of the stick. And I, I say that, I use that term very Yeah. And then we got loosely. respiratory therapists. We've got x-ray yeah. technicians. Yeah. We've got labs. Please just be nice treat to us. everybody the way that you want to be treated or treat everybody the, the way you would want your parent to be treated. Also- Try not to bring every Tom, Dick, and Harry from your family into the hospital with you. Bring one person. Remember, your loved one is just drunk. That's it. Just drunk. Just drunk. You don't need, 
and Aunt I'm not Betty gonna, and Uncle Pierre. And we're not going to feed you no. and your whole family while you're there. No. And most importantly, don't let your children lick the floor. That is, hey, listen, I'm going to say that that should be the number one rule. Don't let your children lick the floor. Or the or chairs. The, or, or the furniture. Exactly. Yeah. No licking. No licking. Stick that thing back in their mouth. We've got plenty of tape. Don't let them lick. We can just put a mask on them. Like a, I don't see like why. A, tape a mask right around their little, face. <laughs> don't we have little They'll be like, mini N95s? We have to wait so long and our kids are tired. Okay, so why'd you bring 17 kids in with one unwell child? And, you know, they're getting tired. Okay, then why are you letting little Billy crawl up the hallway with his tongue sliding across the floor? I know, it's disgusting. I can't. Well, it'll be your fault if they're sick. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize that. And that is a whole other... Yeah, we'll leave that for another show because you know what I think we'll leave that for? I think we'll leave that for our new... Uh... Coming in hot. I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Okay, so we've got a new... Um, segment called coming in hot coming in hot coming in motherfucking hot i'm so pissed off coming in hot i'm coming right in hot i've always been able to do that voice since i was like three so have i but why do we sound the same when we do it i don't know Say, can you imagine a little three-year-old karen going coming in hot. i'm coming in hot my teacher would be like bring your homework in i'll be like the fucking dog ate it <laughs> what are you gonna do come at me bro I'll tell you. <laughs> okay, so we have this new show. It's for Patreon. It, yeah. Um, listeners. Uh, sorry, it's for Patreon supporters only. And um, and it's called Coming in Hot, where we are going to pick a subject or two, and we're going to tell you guys how we really feel about it. And I have a pretty good idea that it's exactly how you guys feel too if not very close because it's those subjects that make you just like go, pissed right off you? and you know what get if you're offended sorry not sorry no nah, i don't think they're gonna i don't think anybody's gonna be offended i'm not worried because i think we know where to draw the line yeah. um when the oh, record course. button's on yeah but when it's off <laughs> oh my shit. god it's not just hot it's boiling it's boiling it's fire it's on fire <laughs> <laughs> What's the song? Uh, on fire, on fire, fire to me. Oh, wrong fire. song. Oh, whoa, whoa, it's fire. Pointy Sisters. No, mine was a different song that oh. I was thinking of. And now I can't remember because you sang that one. <laughs> okay, we're dragging out here, but okay, so, but we're going to give you a little taste. Because we're ready. We're coming yeah, hot. I'm coming in hot. I even seen parents try to bribe their kids into behaving uh, well with lollies and toys. This is a not this is not a negotiation. What can I do? One mom asked me as her three year old daughter terrorized everyone within a thirty meter race uh, radius. What do you mean? What can I do? You can start by disciplining her for one. Maybe even worse than the out of control kids um, are a select group of parents who feel that they are entitled to special privileges just because they reproduced. Yep. I've literally had parents repeatedly ram their giant strollers into the backs of my legs at the shops when they've wanted me to move out of their way. A simple excuse me would have worked. We really appreciate uh, our Patreon supporters. Thank you guys so much. It really every it, little bit counts. Yeah, and we want to be able and to helps treat so much. <laughs> it no, it does, and we want to be able to treat you with um, something that's just uh, special for you um, to enjoy. Hopefully, you will. You Fingers can let crossed. Us know. 
And uh, it's we just appreciate as independent podcasters, um, you know, it comes out of our pocket. Yes, we choose to do it, and but and we love doing it. But uh, any little bit helps. But I'm not going to lie; the most important support is what you guys give us, uh, just by by listening and um, and participating and being there. So so thank you, um, thank you very much. Before we end this show, thank you, thank you very much. I want to play you out with one of my absolute favorite podcasts from a friend of mine by the name of Heather and her co-host Rochelle. Rochelle. So I'm going to play you out listening to this and um, thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much. And um, say it, be kind, rewind. And don't puke on anybody or throw your vomit. No vomit cocktails, please. Yeah. And uh, spay and neuter. (laughs) Take care of yourself. Take care of one another and uh, peace. Peace. One love. I'm Heather. And I'm Rochelle. And And we're we're the hosts of Nature vs. Narcissism, a true crime podcast mixed with some dark humor. Sometimes we have alcohol. Sometimes we have guests. Sacramento, California. Canton, Michigan. Green River, Honolulu, Hawaii. Omaha, Nebraska. Niagara, North Dakota. Gloucester, United Kingdom. Dakota County, Wyoming. Epizoyacon, Hidalgo. Mexico, Flint, Michigan, Boston, Massachusetts, Phoenix, Arizona, Woodruff, South Carolina, Edmonton, New York, Hudson Valley, New York. In season two, we will examine notorious killers in cities across the globe from A to Z. We'll delve into their criminal history as well as their upbringing to try to determine why these killers commit these violent acts. Was it nature? Was it nurture? Or was was it plain plain old old narcissism? Find us on your favorite podcast streaming service. Don't call the cops. Bye. Bye.